Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, what's up, what's up, what's up? This is the Talking Tactics Podcast. My name is Daniel. It's the kid, HH, what up? We do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on... Ah, well, actually, we're recording on Tuesday for a rare time. So this might drop. It'll drop later today. So it, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's still Tuesday. But uh, yeah, follow us on the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that, Talking Tactics. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. I think we're at like... 800 900 followers over there so shout out to the people on spotify oh spotify um, oh wow wait what this is on, on on spotify over nice one bro we're on patreon so check that out shout out to all the patrons that are listening that yo, were yo, yo, that yo, was yo, November. Yo, yo. we'll figure it out um yeah man yeah, man shout- bear with us man we're trying to see this <laughs> shout out to the people that are gonna rock with us in december halfwayfootballhut.com yes sir man all right that's okay. the whole baby I'm just on Twitter. <laughs> you know, I, I for for Thanksgiving, we didn't do Thanksgiving on Thursday. We went to like a friend's house on Friday, I think it was. Yeah. And there was a homie, his name is David. He's he's Ghanaian. He got married to one of the family friends or whatnot. And <laughs> I was like, hey yo, do you got Twitter? Just follow me on Twitter. And he was like, nah, I'm on Instagram. I was like, damn, I don't have Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. I don't know why people don't have Instagram like grammar. Like I don't know because actually, you know what? I, I I get it. Instagram are for one woman, and guys don't normally take. I don't. I'm not. I'm not photo. Like women are photo merchants. Guys aren't. This guy, he's he's a photographer. Yeah. So yeah. So he has to have it. Um, no, no, you see, I'm literally only on Instagram football hots, you know, promotion and stuff, and right. to look at women. But really. <laughs> Yeah, so obviously it's to, it's to look at like one woman and also like um, when you refresh your homepage, what does it look like? Is it football and women, or is it just? You no, know, all... but you know what? What I do is that no, I rather than following them because it will then look crazy. Brown my homepage women. is mostly basically I follow. So the guys that I follow, Kano Wanko, Okocha, um, Ronaldinho, but my best follow is Peter Rock because he posts some really interesting stuff. He posts some really interesting. So, so sometimes he'll post some his business, but he'll just because he has like a very interesting sense of humor and everything and everything. But in terms of the guy who posts the most interesting things, because basically women are not that interesting to follow. I'm just following them just for you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> but Pete Rock is like, oh no, no, he's he's like, you know, um, oh. he's, he's a good follower. He's a good follower. Pete Rock. The 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 podcast Instagram is as close as I get, and mm. I'm following. I follow you. I follow Carl and Paul. By the way, Uncle Paul, he's retiring from podcasting. Oh wow! Why? Yeah, like it was announced in October, November, but December, like Christmas time, is going to be his last for the former rant cast. Now, no question about that. So, yeah, man. As I said, that's what got me in my sentimentality. It has to end sometime, and he's always talked about not liking the content game as such. He likes cricket more than football. Yeah, no, no, but, but put this with me, because I remember there was a time years ago where I said, look, let me just quit this whole football hot thing and just like, you know, focus on just trying to get a career so and everything like that. <laughs> and, I, and I remember... Things <laughs> like, have, have of used to threaten to quit the hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. like at least three times a year. Oh, yeah, like, no, you know what? Me, I'm, I'm, I'm semi retired. I'm done. No, no, no. <laughs> but, but, but I said to myself that like, <laughs> Why? Like, I have two passions in life, two real passions that I've had since I can remember: football and films. Yeah. Even if I'm not making any money from this, I'll always like football. Like, I'll I'll always like it. So even if I didn't have a thingy channel, bro, before the football hot, me and my friends and my brothers would talk about football for like about eight nine hours each night and and, and debating and arguing. So 
I'll always so my thing is that there's, there's no points including when like I'll always want to talk about football, football always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, was I, so I always had a contingency plan. If you said I'm going to quit the football hut, mm. I don't know if you know about this thing called Social Blade. I've about it, it yet. It projects how many subscribers you'll have like in the next five years. Oh yeah. So oh. so like the fellows and I like you know Red and. Andrew and FG yeah, yeah. And, and just basically all the OG dudes from the hangouts. Mm. We were like, if if he ever says he's going to threaten to quit, what we're going to do is we're going to show him how many subscribers he'll have in five years, and he'll be like, all right, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and this was like World Cup time, so you, it was like um, fourteen or yeah. no, it was after that. It was like sixteen, so maybe Euros or something like that. But it was like, yo, like it was projecting you for having like. 200,000 because it just takes like how many followers have joined in the last few months. Yeah, and, yeah. and when you're no, doing no, no, no. the pre post yeah. and recaps, like you know, people subscribe. No, no, so. but, 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 no but what I'll say though is that we were going to peer pressure if, you if, to keep it. like, even if, like, let's say I was to quit and I just said, Look, I'll put on everything. Probably the thing I'd be most proud of is the amounts of friendships bro. and connections I've created. Yeah. Like, there are yeah, guys like, who, like, bro, like, have met, especially a lot of the, the Canadians who, like, have known each other and have forged friendships just through the hangouts and so forth, which is like cool and, and everything, you know. And and I think even with, with this story is that as I said again, I hated school. And the reason why I hated school is because I hate routine. Because I lose interest quite quite quickly. So I hate the whole thing of like, hey, every week, every week, every week. I'm like, ugh, no. Nah. Because basically, before I now said I now have to be my mature, bro, I would decide when or not I'd do the the hangout. I'm like I'm, I'm I'm too sad now. No Sunday hunger. <laughs> like when um, Real Madrid beat Juventus, I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing a a post match because I'm annoyed. <laughs> so I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> but that's not how it works. But that was when I was immature and unprofessional. So <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree though. Like the the best thing about maybe like YouTube and these kinds of things is like the football talking about football and arguments is cool, but like the community that's built inside of that. This is the cool thing. So, but but because of the football hut, I have like legit internet friends. Like I'd have never known like Tosin and Red and Andrew and Forward and all those types. A one who came on the podcast um, last week, shout out to him. Like I'd have never known those dudes if it weren't for like your hangouts. Because of the podcast, you know, Carl. Like I have a a good friend for life and have hope. Like I'd have never known these dudes. So it's always interesting the where you're at, you're. I guess hobbies or interests, they lead you into communities. And then from there, you find people that you click with. So um, speaking of, I wanted to shout this out. Like, I see you on the, the football terrace. Is that a, like, is it going to be a thing every Friday? I mean, well, well that's the, the idea that um, every Friday. Um, so, because, okay, because this is like. I saw you, you and Nini. I was like, oh, shit, um, like you and Nini together. I was like, y'all been talking about like clicking up for a while. So it's good to see. Yeah, no, no, like, no. But, but in, in the but, same but, camera. Do you remember Fan Park? You used to watch Fan Park, didn't, didn't you? Mm, when when you guys were like in the studio, yeah, yeah, it was like you studio, and Claude yeah. would sometimes interact. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah we used to walk to the community UFS. So I think ever since then we're still like, look, man, we have to recreate this whole thing. So yeah, no, no yeah, man. So I think the idea is for me to be. Like a co-hoster, like you know, every every Friday. Man. That's what's so, up. so like that's another community that stuff will. No, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, from, no, no, so. as, as I said again, like people don't realize that half hope is like a persona. <laughs> he's it's a persona. He's so, not recording this with shades on. I hope. You know, no, 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 I'm not, <laughs> not, you know, but, but I can say it. But my thing though, so when you when people meet me, I'm not half hope. Mm. I'm me, my government name, <laughs> you know. So when people say, oh, half up, I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's me. Yes. <laughs> you know, so it's always a bit when when people like recognize me, it's like, yeah, my half up, blah, blah. I'm like, because it's, but, see, this whole YouTube thing is so weird from like the nine of us because you're like, literally, I sit in a flat, I speak into a camera, <laughs> and I then put the memory card in the computer and I'll, I'll upload it. <laughs> and that's it. So I'm not speaking to an, an audience, but audience is virtual. You can't really see them. So it's just so weird when you just think about people. Oh man, I watch you. Every... I'm like, do you know Paul? Paul said something cool to me once. Or I asked him how many people listen to yours, and he gave me the number. And then I was like, oh, that's a lot. And then he asked me the same. And I said, you know, some it depends. But if you add up where different people listen, maybe like up to fifteen hundred, two thousand. And he was like, think about that for a second. Imagine every week you rented out an auditorium 
in London or New York, and 2,000 people upwards showed up to listen to you talk about football. And if you think about it like that, and your channel, obviously, you know, you have subscriptions and that's a bit Mm. easier to keep, but like the diehard people that even if you post something about just some random obscure thing, there'll be somebody in the comment section giving you legit feedback about what you said. Like those are the type of people that it's like, damn, like they would show up to the theater if we were in town. Or if I was no, in no, town, no, no, and, no, no, and, and, and those are the people that would run into you in the street and be like, "Yo, have hope!" Like, what's up, man? No, 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 no. But, but, but I think the, the 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 biggest thing was going live. That was the, the biggest thing because for, for 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 so long, I would like a match would happen, and then you're like, "Man, let me just wait. When is it gonna drop? When is it gonna drop?" And then because I'll do like a long winded post match thing, I may drop like four or five hours later or something. But live was a game changer because it was like as soon as this match finishes, reaction as soon as possible. And what that does is that you know because the thing with a live show is that it's like it's like a TV show, like you know how you open up the TV guide and so forth. You know, boom, Saturday eleven p.m., Sunday eleven p.m., Friday. So boom, guys, or all the reaction because even for me, whenever like because I do so much football content, I only watch movie content on YouTube. So the guys that I follow, I know, man, every Friday these guys are there, I'm there. Every Saturday I'm there. So I readjust my, my schedule doing that. These guys will have their show at this point in time and, and I'll watch their movie shows. So, you know, like the live show thing is a, it's a, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a game changer. All right. Speaking of live reactions, mm. the reason this was late was because Have Hope had other commitments <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. So oh, immediately no, no, no. after the Ballon d'Or ceremony, which happened when we normally record, so forgive us, but it's out of our control. Shout out to French football and those guys. But there was a Ballon d'Or ceremony that had to be taken care of. I don't know how many times I can say this. I don't like that the, the fact that this thing exists when it exists. If you want to give out individual awards for team sports, fine. Everybody does it. My only issue is why is it at the end of the year when the calendar doesn't, doesn't work like that? <laughs> and the voting takes place months ago. So it's like, why not just have the vote at the end, like after the Champions League, and that's the end of the season, or if there's a summer tournament, put it then. No, no, no. I, no, I don't no, like no, that. No, it no, no, that because way. it's a point that you made before, and it's like, it's, <laughs> it's stupid. There's a football season. Mm-hmm. How is it at the end of the football season? That makes Duh. sense. Everybody else does that. The N- yes, NFL like... MVP happens when the NFL season is over. They don't wait until you're in the middle of the next season. No, to no, no, wait, 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 so does is the FIFA award this the same thing as well, or do they do the same thing? Because I think FIFA award is at the end of the season. Uh, FIFA awards. I think FIFA awards are maybe overtaken. Oh no, no, no they have. No, they have. The, the the best awards. Yeah, that's for me. That's it's going to be held official. January seventeenth, twenty twenty two. So they're two months from now. Oh. Wow. So it's the same principle. Yeah, which 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 is just weird, man. Which is just weird. Yeah, but Carl kind of explained this. Like, if you look at, you know, Pitchfork and those things, they have like end of album, ten best albums of the year, or, you know, ten best films of the year from IMDb or whoever would make the list. Like, football wants to get involved in that in a way, where you know we have our Oscars, we have our Grammys. Like, this is what this is. It's what it's meant to be. So it's cool that you want to have that, but. The first game of the season was in January, and the last game was in November, December. Fine, you could do it because it makes sense. But no, very briefly, like that is what separates football from music and movies. So obviously, we'll probably get get into this when you talk about awards in total. But how many times are you annoyed by what happens in the Grammys? Do you know how I found out about, about Kendrick Lamar? Was who's who's the dude? Thrift Shop. Who are those dudes? Oh, white white dude. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Mac- I found out about Kendrick Lamar because of Macklemore winning the Grammy and people going to opera. I was like, because I listened to Macklemore's albums, like, okay. Then it's still Kendrick. I was like, this is a bloody amazing album. Then that's how I became a Kendrick fan. Mm. So how many times in Grammys are you? I don't because man is fickle. Man can be corruptible. You look at the, the the Oscars. How the hell does Shakespeare in Love win over Saving Private Ryan? How the hell does Crash win any freaking award? Because man is corruptible, man is fickle, and people can always be biased. The beauty about sports, you go out and you win it. You go out and end it. there is no voting for who wins the World Cup final. Nobody right. votes as to who wins the Champions League final. You have to go out there, work hard, sweat, 
and win it. <laughs> so the but these awards is just oh that's a nice little touch here and everything. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll get into the difference in in generations, social media, and why. <laughs> When I was growing up, this was just like an afterthought, and why now? This is now much more of a bigger. Have thing you seen the dude from Sri Lanka? <laughs> oh, <Lord>. God. <laughs> well, <clears throat> we'll get there. I didn't know he existed until like yesterday. But, um, Frank Alexander Arnold. <laughs> his list is just Messi's nowhere on his list for like the past five years. I'm like, what are you? What are you doing? People really base how good this player is on individual awards, but then who's voting for the awards in the first place. And once you break down, like, does this guy even have credentials to be doing this? There we go. Or is he's like, he's messing up his ballot, so to speak, like, or maybe he no, actually no, no, believes because, that. Because, because briefly, I made the point, you know, Julian Laurent. Yeah. From ESPN. Those are the kind of guys who should be voting where you are a reputable journalist who goes to several games and covers several leagues. So you are, it's back to our whole Kanye thing. You have research. So you're making an informed decision as to who to go with. A lot of these guys, do they know what happens in Syria or in La Liga? Do they know what happens in other leagues? Do they, How many of the other leagues do they watch? So, you know. Or how many people just watch Champions League or they just watch Euros and, and, maybe, and, they're, and maybe the big games in one league, you know? Which, which is why the, the very fact that Chiesa doesn't make a 30-man list. Edward Mendy is one thing. Chiesa, who literally did the two flex of Juventus and Italy, should start... This is, this is Disney Plus, so... <laughs> Do, okay. If you want to... Okay, let's just break that. My biggest issue here, and I'm not going to claim that I watch AC Milan every mm. week. I don't. And I'll tell you... Oh, oh, time. oh. No. Daniel, you don't need to watch them. You know. <laughs> You Daniel, we know. Daniel, Daniel, don't don't tell. Oh, I don't watch. No, Daniel, you're right. But I, I'm right. I, I, I right. watch the games I'm supposed to watch. And shout out to Simon Care. But when you said Disney Plus, like this is where this is going. He's not even like 29th. Modric, Aspilicueta, like these guys who had great seasons footballing wise, were behind him on the list. They put him, I think, 18th. Yeah. I get it, you know, stop the ceremony and Drogba was like, I want to say shout out to Simon Kerr, you know, because you no, no, it, no, no, was, no. it was it was Daniel, bigger than no, no, football Daniel, and this and that. But Daniel, they, don't say I get it. Don't say that. What do you mean by you get it? What do you what do you what do you get? I get Drogba stopping the ceremony and no, 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 no. congratulating be, Simon Kerr for saving the footballer's life. But if, no. if we're talking straight football, like what did you do on the pitch? No, 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 no. But but my, my thing is that before you said Drogba, you said I get it, which means oh, because, no, there's nothing to, to to get here, which shows you the absurdity of this whole award show. There's either a fair play award or there should be. Because my thing is, this is a football award for performance. It makes no sense whatsoever that a guy eating, you know, Abdul from the Hangouts. There's many Abduls, bro. <laughs> well, okay, okay, well, this Abdul, he's uh, Danish and he supports Barcelona. Lo, 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 there's Abdul, that's Abdul, there's Abdul. Okay, that's... okay, so, okay you probably Abdul, don't know. Abdul there's Abdulaki, there's, there's so he's, many. He, listen, this Abdul, he basically... Um, Abdul yeah, like, number five. He's he's from Dan Denmark. So he was okay. like, hey man, Simon Kelleva. Then as I said, Abdul, let's keep it real. I know you're Danish and you're keeping for your Denmark guy. But he was like, yeah, he, he, he's not supposed to be on this list. This goes to look at how this show is run, or what it looks like, and so forth. See, I just talk about it because, hey, you know, the, the kids want to, and it's football, so I've got to react to it and, and everything. But personally for me, this Ballon d'Or has nothing to do with football. <laughs> the it's Oscars a, are fake. When, when you look at the Oscars and, and Grammys, it's glitz. Football is the walking man's sport. Football is anti-glitz. Football is anti-Oscars. So everything that the Ballon d'Or is and what it looks like is everything that football isn't. Football is you wear your shorts, boots, they get muddy, you're, you're sweating, you're going in, you're, you're, it is boom. It's like, man, I sweated blood, sweat, and tears to really win that walk, win that championship, win that league, league title, and so forth. It is everything against a award show with glitz, glamour, and all these dresses and, and suits. So the Simon Care thing is, oh man, this is what a wonderful Disney Plus story. I'm like, Okay, I mean, poor. it's, it's fair play. It's like it's it's like he got a boost for fair play, and I get it. I'm not trashing him. Like, bro, he no, no, he's, no, no, he's no, not Daniel, deciding. No, no, Daniel, it, Daniel, no, so. stop, stop, stop. <laughs> See, Daniel, I'm I'm in the season of hashtag honesty. Hashtag honesty is still hashtag in effect. Honesty. So hashtag honesty states is that you don't get any boost for fair play. 
there is a fair play award. This yeah. is about who this because do you know let's okay, maybe I'm um, I'm confused, but this list is supposed to be these are the 30 best football players of the past 12 months. Yes, not the 30 best football players who also have good fair play. No, these are the 30 best performing football players of the last <laughs> of the last 12 months. So Simon K being there means that you've already made your award stupid. By him being included, the award is now it's 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 stupid now. It's a it's a joke. So yeah, because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the names that are behind him: Mount Mares, Bruno, uh, Latoro Martinez, Kane, Pedri, Foden, Barella, Diaz, Moreno, it's Modric, and Aspilicueta. Simon K was better than Modric, than Foden, Barella. <laughs> Come on, bro. Pedri, he wasn't better than Mares and Mount. I'm, no. I'm, no, but he did one thing. <laughs> Not one thing. Like he, he's not a bad player. It's just that the reason you're there is because they want that moment of let's stop the show and let's congratulate him for doing something that was heroic. You know, he saved his friend. Like that's cool, and he consoled his wife and his girlfriend and all that. That's good, but it's I don't think that's relevant to what is being ranked. <laughs> but you know, again, it's it's this isn't football really. This is for popularity and views and clicks and whatever else so rest of the list we got suarez 17 neymar 16 let me let me stop on neymar for a second a lot of people i've heard are complaining you know messi seven times and ronaldo this and woo. the footballers from the 80s are still relevant you know messi's 87 i think ronaldo's 85 or maybe messi's 86 they really shouldn't be the ones. The people who should be at the top of this list are Eden Hazard, Neymar, Paul Pogba. They they should be the ones. They should have taken the throne from the older guys and be at the age now where the Erling Hallands and all those kinds of Kylian Mbappes, like the 98s, 99s, 2000s, they shouldn't really, they should be there, but not quite. It's like a lost generation of players. And maybe you could say the just the brilliance and greatness of Messi and Ronaldo and Lewandowski. But if you look at the ages of the top five, outside of Kante and Jorginho, I think yeah, the, ben, Benzema's 33. They, they, they're just old dudes. That's a point that I made on Twitter because I said that because I retweeted the five, which had an, an image. I said that. So... Has has the youth has the younger generation failed? Yes. To live up, and yes, that's like yeah, like and my thing is that you say so. Why is that? And I'll I'll, I'll tell you why that that is though, because there's, there's a very simple answer. Managers have taken over because managers have taken over and systems have taken over. The individual is less. The, the individual gets stifled. Hmm. You know, so. Pogba, you've got to fit into this system. Oh, Neymar, yeah, you don't have yeah. to fit into this system. It's like, so, because back in the day, you'd always have back in the, the late nineties, two thousand. So from like the late nineties to like oh five, oh six, oh seven. There's no system that can control. You, you, no, you know, you had like no Kaka. <laughs> you're, you're you're that dude. Dino, you're that dude. Rikelme. So you had that guy who you go out there and do your thing. But now, if you're under Klopp. You're under Pepper Nangelsmann. I'm the head honcho. We have a particular system that everybody has to buy into. Mm. And because of that, and also it's it's that combined with um, Messi just being the most consistent player of all time. But even if you put Messi to, to one side, because we'll talk about Jorginho. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about Jorginho. I just Complicated yeah. Chelsea show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. The young players have just failed to... Um, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. The young players are are in a point in which the, their individuality is stifled by how systemic games are. Like when you now watch games, that it's not Pogba versus De Bruyne. It's Pop versus it's Pep versus Klopp. It's it's um, ideology versus ideology. Which ideology wins? That's what football mm. is now. So yeah, I'm looking at like eleven, ten, and nine on this list. It's Haaland, Donnarumma, Mbappe. Those three are like in a similar age range, where they're like I don't think they're older than twenty two or twenty three. Mm. They're above 
the three who I named. Hazard's not even on the list. Pogba's not even on the list. And Neymar's at 16. Then you have not surprises from this generation, meaning like that early 90s generation. My generation, essentially, 28 to maybe 30 in that range. Like you have like De Bruyne, Salah, and Kante. Those are names from their generation who like they should be near it but then you have you know cristiano sticking around benzema sticking around Lewandowski scoring goals for fun and messi obviously number one so it's a failed generation it's a lost generation that got caught between the greatness of the one that came before it and then like really young prodigious players stepping on them and then their own injury concerns we'll get into perhaps neymar twisting his ankle Hazard spreading gastroenteritis around the Real Madrid dressing room. <laughs> and Paul Pogba, I don't know. It's just, uh, it, it wasn't really a good fit to go back to Manchester United. It's sad because those were supposed to be our guys. Yeah. Meaning I was born in 1990. So those are my peers, essentially. You were meant to be our representation, but nah, just dudes from the 80s and dudes from the 2000s. Did you see that dude just quickly from like Roma that Mourinho bought shoes? He's like the first goal scorer from 2003. Oh, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the 2003 babies are already here. Like, <laughs> it's it's crazy. That's, that's, that's crazy, man. Born in the 03. <laughs> Jorginho. I get it, but then I don't get it. Because you were around things that happened that were good. And you're the common denominator you know chelsea win the champions league you're there and you're starting italy win the euros you're there and you're starting but when i think about the best player from italy i mean you brought up the names you know chiesa barella donnarumma uh the center back partnerships even locatelli i thought maybe had a better tournament than Jorginho did and then when i think about chelsea i mean Jorginho might be fifth sixth on the list like mindy i thought was more important Conte was the best or most important player. Maybe you could give Jorginho like fourth behind like Mount if you want to put him there or whoever it is, but the goalkeeper and Conte for sure. He wasn't the most important player on any of the teams that won things, but he was there and he did all right. I can see how he's he's there just because he's, again, most common denominator, but no, no, there's no, just I, something about it that just doesn't sit right, especially when you no, see no, no, Conte no, no, at fifth. Daniel, this is hashtag honesty. Hashtag honesty, you have to be straight here. But what do you mean it doesn't feel right? It's stupid. I, I think it's a wrong decision. No, 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 no. There's nothing to think about. This it is a wrong I, decision. Yes, it's <laughs> a wrong decision. It's a, it's a dumbass decision. You see, what's this award about? This list represents the 30 best performing players of the given year. Someone's made a point that, well, you know, Benzema didn't win any trophies. What does that mean? <laughs> what does Benzema playing amazing well, who I believe has been the best player of the last year, have anything to do with winning trophies. This isn't tennis. This is 11 against 11. Jorginho, you just happen to be on teams that ended up winning a trophy. How many man of the match performances did you have in the Champions League? How many man of the match performances did you have at the Euros? What exceptional things did you do that helped um, Italy win the Euros or help Chelsea win um, the, the Champions League. So as an individual, there's nothing that's... Penalties. But it's if you now like say that. that, oh, he's the only guy who happened to be on teams that won the three trophies, he's therefore the third best player of the last year, that's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> it's 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 brainless because it's like, no, it's... Forget about what trophies he won. That means nothing. How well did he play? How important was he to the team? What was his contribution as a player to those to those teams? Mm. Which is why this award thing is it's it's a mess because it goes so so Simon Kerr is there because he knows CPR and Jorginho <laughs> is here because he just happens to be on teams that won um trophies. It's both it's 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 it's, it's stupid. It's too and it's why it goes back to um I said there's there's a difference between like you know tribal fans and football fans. Oh, so, so if you're a tribalistic Chelsea fan. You're like, oh, Jorginho. Like someone said to me that. I tweeted out that, man, Jorginho, this is a, this is a disgrace. And the guy said, you're a Chelsea fan. I'm like, <laughs> so what? What's that supposed to be? <laughs> so because 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 I'm a Chelsea fan, I should still defend Timo Werner no matter what. Oh. I'm like, no. It's like, 
you can still be a Chelsea fan, but still say, no, this this guy ain't screwed, or this guy doesn't deserve to be. Do you know when I know it's trouble? When they don't call him Jorginho, they call him J5. Oh. I'm not having a debate with anybody that calls Jorginho J5. Is he no making kids. beats? What's happening here? But it goes to the point that this thing shouldn't be taken too seriously. No, no. It's just more confirmation of the fact that, like, so for the rest of time, when you go on Wikipedia, like the top three, he's going to be on the podium over the season that, ben, oh, not even the season, which again goes to my original point, but the year that Benzema had, the year that Conte had, in terms of what did you do on the pitch, yeah. that Benzema wasn't even on the podium. I, it's just a, it's a disgrace. No, it's, it's, this goes back to Oscars and Grammys. I don't need the Grammys to tell me what I think is the best album of the year. Mm. I know what it was. So why do I need the Grammys to validate what I think is the best? Why do I need the Oscars to validate what movie is the best? I know what movie was, was the best. So for me, it's like, I know and I believe who the best player was. So why does the Ballon d'Or need to validate or invalidate my viewpoint? So, but my thing though is that I see it goes back to generations. When I was growing up, the Ballon d'Or was an afterthought. Everything was about, okay, who's going to win the World Cup? Who's going to win the Champions League and so forth? And, oh, Figo won the band. Oh, cool. Okay. Now, so it was an, an afterthought. But in today's generation of social media and so forth, and because of how many Messi and Cristina have won, mm-hmm. it is now taking a much sort of weird, greater importance to where, oh, blah, 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 blah. Who's going to win? Who's going to win? And you ask yourself that, why are there so many leaks? of the Ballon d'Or, as opposed to, let's say, the Oscars or the Grammys. No one cares who wins the Grammys or Oscars. No no, no one cares. Oscars um, ratings keep on dropping every single year. There is so much interest in this that you pretty much know who's going to win be- be- before the award I goes I tweeted through. that out, that like the, the, the accuracy of the leaks of football awards are so accurate, it almost makes watching the ceremony pointless. Yeah, especially, it's, it's, especially because the ceremonies are not good. No, no. You know, where they show Drogba and uh, Ronaldo it's, with no shirt and it's supposed to be funny. It's just, I mean, what, what are y'all I mean, doing? I mean, like, what is it's, 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 this is... Like, as I said again, this has nothing to do with football. <laughs> For me, I tune into the guy in black with the, with the whistle, 10 against 10. That's green and, and, and a white piece of thing and those two fishnets. That's me. I'm a, I'm a fishnet merchant. <laughs> so, tune me in when... We get to get the ball inside the the fishnet. This whole thing of the glitz, glamour, ballon d'or, and oh, let's try and be funny. Uh, as I was no, I was keeping up to it via Twitter. Like I'm, I'm, I, I don't watch that crap. I, <laughs> I was watching on the on the Twitter link. Somebody had the link. So yeah. <laughs> Periscope, formerly known maybe as Periscope. Hey. Shout out to Jack. He left. Oh, no, 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 no. One thing I'll say though. Okay, I mean, because we probably get to it's like the whole Lewandowski thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no. If you want to talk about the um made up awards, that's where I was headed. So you can take it first. <laughs> okay. The moment they announced striker of the year, my first No 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 They said we're gonna create two new two awards. New awards. And then yeah. people are like, What are the awards? And then seconds later, people had the leaks already. Mm. So 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 they want to say when they want to create two new awards, I'm like, huh? Okay. Then when it's got okay, club of the year. Okay, club of the year. Striker of the year. So why why would you have striker of the year but not midfielder of the year, <laughs> defender of the year, or goalkeeper of the year? So hmm, half hope connects the dots. Hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. So Lewandowski is here. So what we'll do is we'll get a six-year-old. We'll get a six-year-old to get a cardboard box, scissors, some solid <laughs> tape, and make up an award out of solid tape. <laughs> Grass and chewing gum, and that's what they gave him. They gave him a seven-year-old's depiction of an award using chewing gum, solid tape, plasticine, and um and 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 clay, and then spray painted it gold like it's and 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 then use like it's it's, no 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 gold felt tip. He grabbed it, it felt it from like from the kindergarten and painted it with in gold felt tip. Lewandowski should have thrown that in the trash. <laughs> he, 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 he should have thrown that crap crap in the, in the trash. Like oh, that is so beyond insulting, beyond cringe, beyond stupid. That's guys, 
Yeah, so this award, it's 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 see the only thing about this is that like my my guy Drogba is there, so I've got to support. Exactly. But Drogba. I was mad that he was even involved. Like the more I watched it, I was like, yeah, but, but, you, but you know what? I think he, he generally enjoys it. So look, man, let me. Look. I, I can't see so much of my my guy yeah. Drogba, man. So. so, what was I gonna say? <clears throat> the reason I think it's dumb, on top of just because we know why you invented it. Since when have strikers been at a disadvantage of winning the trophy? Never. In the last 30 years, I went back and I looked. There's been three players who weren't overtly attacking. You had uh, Matthias, Cannavaro, and Samer. Those three. That's it. Everybody else has been an attacking, an attack-minded player, either number 10, a winger, forward, striker. You don't need uh, another award for a forward. It just doesn't make sense. If you need awards, which they have the, the Yashin Award, which went to Donnarumma, which should have gone to Mendy, but that's for another day. <laughs> you, why not have one for the best defender, best midfielder, or at least maybe defensive midfielder or central midfielder, whatever the case would be. But you don't need one for a number 10, a forward winger, striker. Like, they're good. They win the Ballon d'Or all the time. It's just we know we fucked up in 2020. We need to come up with something. France canceled their season before everybody else. They thought they were going to be ahead of the curve, but then everybody else figured out, oh, we can finish our season, just shut everything down. So France football were stuck with what Ligue 1 did, and because Ligue 1 did what they did, they had to cancel their award, I guess. That's how that worked. They realized if we would have just been a little bit more patient, our season would have finished. If our season finishes, the year finishes. If the year finishes, Lewandowski wins the award. Because there wasn't any international tournament. So it was just would have been, what did you do domestically? Bayern win the Champions League. He scored however many goals he scored. He wins the award. But we can't go back and give him 2020 because we canceled it. So let's invent the best striker award when the Ballon d'Or is, for all intent and purpose, a best striker award anyway. So, yeah, it's foolish. No, no, no. I mean, for me, as I said again, look... These, the the purpose of these awards, because because I wanna I wanna I wanna get into your basketball brain. So mm-hmm. remind me about getting into your your basketball brain. I remember. And these awards are for it's for Twitter. It's for the 16, 17 year old fans of Messi and Christians going eh, nah, 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 nah. That's what it's <laughs> like. It's for them to be like. Good program, like nah, 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 seven two five, nah, 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 nah. That's what it is, pretty much. So, yeah. So the thing about it is because people will say, "Oh my gosh, seven Ballon d'Ors, he's definitely the ghost. He's definitely the best of all time." Look at his one seven. So it's, but my thing though is okay, like cool, fine. I mean, it's like people wants to be happy, and what makes people happy is hey, this guy that I support, he he won. He keeps on winning. And there's another thing that he, he's won. So this seven button door, this is another argument I can use back in school or in geography class when I'm now, I'm now de- de- debating with a guy who thinks Cristiano, Neymar, or Mbappe. But, but well, my guy has seven ballon doors. How many does your guy have? My guy has been called the best player seven times. How many? So, you know, and the ballon d'or, because they know this, because at the end of the day, at the end of the, of the day, this was trending throughout the, 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 the whole day. I'm sure you look at the amount of retweets likes it has. I'm sure if you go to Messi's page, the amount of likes I retweeted it had. And also, it's give it away. If a dude is going to come to an award ceremony dressed in Michael Jackson's Motown 25. And his wife outfit. is in a gold dress. Did you see that? Who? <laughs> his wife. Uh, Messi's wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, he no. was in a gold dress. So, like, it was no, no, no. See, see, because I remember that... Michael Jackson performed so vividly. My eyes were hooked on Messi and his three kids. Because I'm like, that's MJ's outfit from Motown 2025 when he did the moon moonwalk. <laughs> when he did the moonwalk. Yeah, like it was glittering. Like, bro, it was like, it was that outfit mixed with his outfit in, um, what's it called? Rock Rock With You. That was literally <laughs> like, like diamond. So if he wears that outfit, you don't wear that outfit to an award where you know you're not going to win. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, it was, it was sparkly. It was sparkly. Um, yeah. to the production of it, like when they made them sit down in the chairs. So first, it was with um, 
Alexis Puteas, Barcelona feminine player. Looking at her highlights, she's like really, really good. And they made her sit down, and Drogba was like, Who are you? I was like, That's bad writing. <laughs> like, that, that sounds kind of bad. Like, bro, she just won't Ballon d'Or, at least pretend. But it was to the video when it showed like her mom and her sister, and they were trying to, they were basically trying to make her cry by showing like all like her history and all that kind of stuff. But she she held it together to be fair, like she was strong and she, and she didn't tear up. But her her mom was I don't know in pieces. And then Messi, they sat him down and kind of did something similar. And I was like, you know what? The look on his face when they were kind of like uh, showing his highlights and all that kind of stuff, like he didn't have any emotion. He was just like just sitting there, like yeah, I've done this six seven times. I'm good. Mm. And then it got to Suarez and Aguero and his kids and then you saw like emotion in his face because he was like yeah my kids whenever he sees his kids he has like a big smile so he's 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 he's, uh interesting in that way maybe he's a good father um but yeah it would they were just they were reaching for like emotional moments because they want that they want to retweet on twitter like oh like such and such was crying or Messi got into tears because he was looking at the little kids from Rosario, like going back to your hometown. Say hi to Messi. Like, hey. No, no, but, 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 but you see, again, it goes back to the points I, I made, which is that you'd get that, see, you'd get that for the Oscars or the Grammys because for the Oscars, for actors, the Oscars is, is their World Cup. It's their, it's their Champions League. For uh, musicians, the Grammys is their World Cup and their Champions League. Yeah. Look at Messi's emotion when they blew the final whistle at the Copa America final. That is the emotion they they wanted, you know, <laughs> because that's probably the most emotion I've ever seen from Messi when they won the Copa America. They even had the sorry to cut you, but they even had like the in memorandum that they have in the Grammys and the, oh, yeah? the Oscars where it was Gerd Muller and it had Lewandowski talking about him. And then Maradona with Messi talking about him. I was like, the fact that they even interviewed those two let me know that they, let me know that they were the top two, like for sure. Yeah, yeah, like no, no, it's no, confirmed no, no, at that point. So yeah, but yeah. I, I, no, but like to, to to be fair, I thought that was a good touch. You know, like no, no, they, no, no, it, it, it it has to be acknowledged. So, but, but my thing though is that um, for but you're not. It's this football isn't the Oscars. For this is not what football is about. Football is real, <laughs> like. The Oscars isn't real. It's guys pretending to be other people, and they get awarded to by pretending to be other p- people. Yeah, football is about no. It's real. I'm really going out to try to win this game. F- movies are not real. It's it's fake. It's pretend. Basketball football isn't pretend. It's it's real. So basketball. Oh yes. Here's the thing. So people would say seven Ballon d'Ors. Who has been named? The best player seven times. Messi, he surely is the goat. And we have to not separate the greatness from the best. Ah, the... see, no, no, no. The, the 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 title of this podcast I had was "Boat or the Goat." So, oh, best boat. of all time or the greatest of all time? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And and we we've had this debate before, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's just yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, funny because no, but... we 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 were thinking the same. But go ahead. Yeah. So so my my thing is like, Messi <laughs> is LeBron. And yes, yes. for me, Maradona is MJ. LeBron James might be the most talented basketball player of all time. In my opinion, this is why I said, let me come to you for the basketball thing as well. But in my view, mm-hmm. having watched and grew up with MJ, and obviously you watched LeBron and so forth, I believe LeBron is a better defender. I believe he's a better passer. And I believe that he's got a better basketball IQ. In he's not of... a better defender. Hmm? He's not a better defender, but he is a better passer, and he is a he has a higher basketball oh, IQ. Okay, so okay, okay, so so we um differ on the whole defending. I I think it's both. We differ, but he's definitely a better passer. I've got a better football IQ, and also he's been doing it for a longer period of time. And yeah. at a much younger age, he took a bunch of bricks to an NBA finals. <laughs> Yes, they got lubricated and gentrified by the sports, but that's something that thing you never did. Where during your early years, you took literally like ground nuts, sand, and water <laughs> to NBA finals. So for me, I've always said that Messi, you could argue, is probably the most talented player we've ever seen. Yeah. Now, this is interesting because it was Charlie Boy Hassan who said it in the, in the discussion we had. Yeah. He's the most talented attacking player. Because you may argue that the best footballer all around might be Beckenbauer. 
And that's a very interesting argument mm-hmm. in terms of a guy who can defend, pass, shoot, create, and literally do everything an Arsenal player can do, which is probably Beckenbauer. Is he better but, than Kante? I'm joking. I'm joking. Stop. <laughs> no, no, but, so, so, so my thing is, look, being voted as seven times best player, that isn't an argument for greatness. And this is where we defer. Consistency is not an argument for greatness. LeBron is way more consistent than Jordan. Way more. LeBron was already had an effect on the league much earlier than Jordan did. And LeBron still has so much of an effect and is still amongst one amongst one of the, the, the best players at a much older age than Jordan was. Mm. And I feel that a much older LeBron is better than a much older Jordan that we saw at the Wizards. So for me, that is the perfect thing of like, everybody will say that. Like, that's why I want to ask, because in my opinion, I would say the better, more talented basketball player is LeBron. The greater yeah. player is Jordan. You see, and I think for oh, Messi, he is, you could argue that, yeah, Messi is probably more talented and better than Maradona in terms of the amount of attacking weapons he has. But greatness hmm. isn't about how many Ballon d'Ors you have. Greatness isn't about how consistent you are. Greatness is that big moment, that degree of difficulty, that difficult thing where we needed to now do something in this very critical moment. That's that's his greatness. So to be the best is just about your your ability. The newer generation, whoever the best player in the newer generation is, will always have an advantage in when we're talking about best. Because they have the sports science, they have the the training, they have the ability to look back and see what other people in the past have done and build on top of it. You know, it's just like stepping on another level on the pyramid until you get to the top. Like you have an advantage that you're on the shoulders of people who came before you. So you can build on top of that and then add your own little flavor to it as well. So when I think about who is the best basketball player ever, you can maybe make an argument for Wilt Chamberlain, but I would just call that dominance, the same with Shaq. Mm. Um, But if we're talking about who can guard every position, who can get their own shot, who can get shots for others, who can make a shot in a difficult period in the game when you need it, high flyer, defend, all that kind of stuff. If you add it all together, it's LeBron James. Like, it's 6'8", 280, he can guard every position. He's like, he's the best basketball player that's ever existed. Greatness, though, is, and you it's the key word, and it comes back to this with you a lot, but it's just how, how, I, how, how I would define it as well. It's about what do you do in those moments? Backs against the wall. Who do you want with the ball in their hands? And who's done it repeatedly and consistently on the biggest stages and the biggest moments? And you can't beat 6-0 and in the finals with six finals MVPs and game-winning shots against the Jazz and the Supersonics and the Suns and all these other teams. If we take it to football, I find it it's a similar way. Like, what have you done in the biggest moments? Messi has goals in Champions League finals and all this kind of stuff, but... If you take it to, you know, World Cup levels and things of the sort, you say Maradona, and we can have that debate on another day. My Mm. greatest, as I've told you, is Pele. You're doing things in a time where other people have no idea what you're doing because you're doing it either for the first time or you've perfected things that people have never seen before. When, When I say building on top of others and like you're standing on the shoulders of greats, like he's the first great that you stand on the shoulders of. And for me, that puts you in that greatness category where you are the foundational element of everything that we see when we think about playing football in that way, not just playing the sport, but playing it in an elegant, uh, fun, like everything Ronaldinho, like that's that's coming from a tree or a lineage. And if you go back far enough, it will go back to Pele and that era of maybe just Brazilian football. There's players that don't get mentioned enough like Garincha and others, but Pele's the guy and when I think about greatness I think about what did what did he do in the big moments what did he do in the World Cup final what did he do um in Copa Libertadores or whatever the case may be and he has those great moments so that's that's why I divide it it's like moments versus just how good are you at the sport and that's the difference for me between best and great oh no it's, it's, but I mean no I do get your points because I think what, what I always say about Pele and people need to understand about Pele is which is the point that you're making is that 
these older guys always go with Pele because he like, wow, this is the first time I've seen an overhead kick. Flick the ball up, volley, and it's the first time I've ever seen everything. So anyone, anyone that does it afterwards, I'm like, I already saw it before. So, yeah. but the thing is that, see, what I give Pele is what he did as a 17-year-old against grown men at a World Cup. That is insane. God. <laughs> as that was insane. But why I go for Maradona is it's the Napoli thing as well. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah. because my thing is like greatness oh, for me, I lean more towards degree of difficulty. Mm. So the odds stacked against you, are you still able to somehow figure it out for your for your team? Like Argentina were not favorites to win that World Cup. They're not amongst the best teams of that World Cup. You know, I argue that West Germany were better. You know, I argue that England were better for that World Cup in 86. But based on what I can do as an individual, is that like this see. It's like, did Brazil rely on Pele in 58? Not really. And then you saw in 62, they could they could have win it without him. Did they rely on him in 1970? Not really, because that is probably the greatest team of all time, that 1970 team. Mm-hmm. But for Maradona, that 86 team wasn't that great. It was, it was pretty good. It wasn't that great. And you see how scored greatest goal of all time in the quarterfinal, scored both goals in the semifinal and came with the key assist in the final. 1990, Carrying an injury again, not the greatest team, dragged them all the way to a freaking final. Yep. <laughs> you know, carrying an, an injury all the way through the tournament. So for me, and they now combine that with Napoli, we play? these guys had no business battling Juve or AC Milan. But again, based on his individual, how he was able to influence the team, still able just to rise up. So for me, that's for me that is greatness. Mm. Whereas for Messi, and and you see, it's a psychological thing. It's a mental thing. Because, see, Messi is a guy where this is just pure ta- talent. Pure talent all the way through. But there isn't a case of... Perfect example is Messi and Ronaldo in O2. Ronaldo in O2 was... I don't care how. I'm coming here to win this. Based <laughs> on what happened in, nine, in 98. I'm just here to win this. Which is why he was like, when you need me... Okay, you, okay, you need me in the quarter. Dino, Rivaldo, you're good. Sammy... And I'm going to step up. No one? Sure? All right, cool. I'll step up. I'll get the goal. Final. And I want to step up. Rivaldo, Dino? No one? Cool. I'll get both goals. So the fact that he was able to say what's up in the semi and in the final, end up top scorer, that's greatness. Based off where, where, where he, he came from and how nobody thought that he'd be, able, he'd be able to come back after his crazy injury. Yeah. So for Messi, I think, because Messi just doesn't have that mentality. He has all, in terms of talent and ability, one of the best players we've ever seen. Easy one of the best players we've ever seen. And it's shown by just how consistent we will never, ever see a player as consistent as, consistent as this. Never. But the whole thing of like, okay, Messi, this is now a difficult situation. Things aren't really going your way. Can you figure it out? That's not Messi's bag. Because there's, there's, there's some questions I want to get to. But Boat, best of all time. If we just go just purely by talent, there's two names, maybe maybe three. You 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 push it to three, four even. The the more I think about it, the more names that come up. <laughs> hmm. It's Ronaldinho comes to mind immediately, Maradona comes to mind immediately. But the two paramount ones are Messi and Ronaldo before the injury. What is the best collection of? And this is in an attacking sense, obviously. What hmm. is the best collection of talent? Whether it's speed, dribbling, finishing, all the attributes one would need to be a great attacker, who has it? Vision, awareness, all of that. It's between Messi and Ronaldo, I would say, of just best. I know you're in the camp probably of Ronaldo, but I think Messi is probably the best footballer that's ever, attacking footballer that's ever existed. Like someone put it amazingly well. There was a guy, he said, he put it amazingly well when we're doing the show. He said that most talented player, Ronaldo, best player, Messi, the GOAT, Maradona. And I was like, that's actually a pretty good way of actually breaking it down. Because we never saw the best Ronaldo because of the injury. Yeah. You know? So my thing is that even but before that injury, like, man, this the talent that this guy has is insane. Yeah. But we never saw whether that talent could end up being the best based off his injury. Okay. Okay. But for Messi, is like, bro, dribbling, passing. Because remember, Messi's passing wasn't that great in 08, 09. But by the time we got to 
15, 16, 17, and then he, he became deeper. He evolved, his passing improved, his creativity improved. Like, early days, Messi was just a dribbler, purely an attacking wear weapon, but then he now improved. Now, what happened if you took the injury away and a 23, 24, 25 year old Ronaldo, without the injuries, now developed his passing, his creativity, and mm. so forth? Who well, knows? I mean, you could just give the counter and just say, what happens if Messi blows his knee out in 24? Yeah. Does, does he have the same career trajectory as he's on now? Like, no, he can't because mm. his knee exploded. But yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, happened yeah. to Ronaldo. So you could, you could think about it that way. As for greatest, I think your argument for Maradona is actually quite compelling. Like the first ones that come to mind are Zidane, but that's just because he's my favorite player. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, but, but let's keep it real though. If, Maradona if was... and Pele, like those are the three. And then if, if Messi did have those moments when the tough gets going in like that critical World Cup semifinal, World Cup final, if he was the one that unlocked Qatar and somehow got this team that nobody really thinks has a chance next year and he won a World Cup, I don't think there would be a debate because no, he no, would no, have no, both but, but sides. Like, the this, this Zidane thing is compelling because look, Zidane, let's keep it real. We're not about how, how good he was. Champions League final, probably the best goal we've ever seen in a Champions League final, scored in two separate World Cup finals. Who well, I think one. the consistency of, of Messi overshadows. There we go. But then the yeah, and 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 Maradona's degree of difficulty with Napoli, yeah, and that Argentina team, it puts him above Zidane. But I'm just saying, I I think of him only because he's my favorite player to watch. You know, yeah. so there's that. And then Pele, he's just the OG in the cut. That's like, and anything you guys come up with, I'm gonna show you my three. World Cup trophies two and and all the gold he he claims three. I'm coming from his mind state. <laughs> have have a withdrawal sixty six. No, not sixty six. Was it sixty two? Sixty two. He throws sixty two in the trash or he'd give it to Garincha. Like that's not yours. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, and then he showed with all the goals he scored. It'd be like, hey, and I know you saw the Twitter video. If Pele was on Twitter, he would come with the video of like, oh, Cruyff turn. I think I did that like twenty years before. So show the clip. <laughs> or there was one move that Zidane did. I was we, we were talking with A1 last time where he like scooped it and then headed it. He's like, oh, you think Zidane did? Oh, let me show you this. Play the clip. It's me. So he was taking free kicks with the left foot and the right. Mm. In 1950, 1960, while being called a monkey or whatever. Like, come on, man. Like no, no, but then no, but then, dot is crazy. No, no, but then but then Juju Man's counsel would be he was playing against guys who we're doing this part time. We're overweight. We're drunk. So was he. And so forth. So 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 Pelly was the only professional guy out there. There was according nobody. to Jujuman. According to Jujuman. So <laughs> oh, oh oh, let's let's do these questions quick if we can. From Matt FCB, do you find it concerning that Messi won a Ballon d'Or with PSG before Neymar did? Is Neymar really finished? Messi didn't win that because of anything he did for PSG. I think he had three assists on the weekend. That's like his best game so far. Um, he won it because he won the Copa America. And it's pretty much that simple. If he didn't win the Copa America, it would have gone to Lewandowski. Oh, for sure, for sure. For so, sure. and his Neymar finished with these ankle injuries. That's on top of foot issues and toe issues. Like you don't look pretty. I hope not. I hope not. But at least, at least he should be okay for the World Cup. You know, he'll have a whole year to prepare. So there's that. Um, somebody showed us the Ballon d'Or criteria. He says, "Is it too vague?" If the award is based on annual performance, why should the third criteria exist? Um, so this is the criteria for the Ballon d'Or, for those wondering. Individual and collective performances, winning during the year. Player class, meaning talent and fair play, which is why care would get in the into the 18, because that's like, like the biggest fair play moment of the year. And number three, overall judgment of the player's career, which means... I guess what you've done in the past is relevant to where you stand now. I, I don't think three, it goes to this question from Bika Rizza, I think. Um, BK, if the award is based on annual performance, why should the third criteria apply? It shouldn't. No, it, it, should, it shouldn't. That's, Overall judgment that, of the player's that's, career. That's stupid. That No, <laughs> that, that means every January 1st, Messi and Cristiano have like... yeah. A, 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 a three-mile yeah. head start because they already have five and seven collectively or idiots. It's more example why this is nonsense. Um, any other Ballon d'Or questions? Messi coming onto the latter stages of his career and what could he potentially do in Qatar? 
And what will his legacy be if he wins the World Cup or not? I think we kind of got into that. Mm. Also, what happens with Neymar? We got into that. This was supposed to be his Ballon d'Or wasting potential from MN underscore triple seven. Like like I said, this this crop of talent, the Neymars, the Hazards, the Pogba's, the De Bruyne's, the Salas, those, those guys, Lukaku, Kane, that cohort, they're good, but are they good enough to get over like the Messi, Ronaldo marketing and will they be good long enough to outlast, or not outlast, but to kind of stay on top of Haaland, Mbappe, Pedri, increasingly? Y'all been quiet about Reese James from Black Emoji. <laughs> <laughs> he's good. What do you want me to say? Like, Are Arsenal becoming another AC Milan, for instance, never seeing Europe for at least 10 years from Kev La Liga fan? Also, why they know good English managers and players, in my opinion, their style is too boring and predictable. I think we've talked about Arsenal and AC Milan and those kinds of things. Mm. Um, AC Milan, I mean, they're they're kind of sort of back, you know. Yeah, I mean, like they, they could still come through their group, though. It's got, yeah, it'll be I, difficult. Aren't, aren't they top group. of Serie A? Nah, Napoli. It's Napoli. It's Napoli, isn't Napoli. it? Serie A. We go to the standings. Yeah, they're three points behind Napoli in second place. And they've lost their last two games. So do with that what you will. And last question. In your opinion, how do you think, man, you will change these coming games under Ralph Ragnick? He's been announced as the man interim. But yeah. the game against Arsenal this week is still going to be done by Carrick. So I think there's some COVID things that need to be taken care of and work permits. So... I think it's an interesting idea, but what if he comes in as the coach and he's trash? Do they stick with him even in the interim and just completely punt this season and just wait until next summer to where they think they can hire somebody? The the best part of his deal is the consultancy for two mm. years after the fact. I'm saying what if he's so bad as a coach or what if the situation gets so untenable that they need a new interim manager. Like, is he that good to where that won't happen? And, like, this is going to work for the next six, seven months? If you do his research, he is... He's never won a league title, ever. I think the most one is a DFB Pokal Cup. But he's the father of Klopp and Tuchel in terms of Geigen Press and so forth. Mm -hmm. I don't see a situation where it is a disaster of a season. But what I will say, though, that top four will be a challenge. Top four isn't a desert. It will be a challenge. But you know what's even much more interesting is, okay, Ralph is not going to take over this thing. What if United give Arsenal like a three-piece and they beat them up? And they're like, hmm, Carrick. Michael, do you want to maybe, <laughs> you know, relive history again with all No, 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 no. You weren't no, here no, last no. week. It would be a bad I, I said, bad I told A1 that he was like, nah, Chelsea are going to win against United. Chelsea are going to win. Chelsea are going to win. I told it's the most Chelsea thing as somebody who's watched this team for years for them to lose the next game. So I, I knew it was going to be a struggle. Maybe losing was a bit too much. But I didn't think Chelsea were just going to blitz oh, Manchester I, I United. For sure, for sure. And the fact that it was 1-1, if, if they would have won, I would have gone with you in this sense, but I don't think 1-1 is good enough. The idea that, you know, you beat Chelsea and, oh, give it to Carrick to the end of the season. Like, isn't this how y'all got in trouble <laughs> last time? How y'all got stuck with, yeah. a.k.a. Gollum? Yeah, Gollum <laughs> isn't Gollum. that how y'all got stuck with this dude? Like, maybe y'all should just stick with the plan, let him be the caretaker until the end of the season, and then next summer you figure it out. But don't... See, they messed up when they beat PSG, they got gassed, and they actually gave him the job. That was the mistake. You don't give him the job. You wait to the end of the season, and then you see what options you have. But once he signs the contract, you have to keep him. So it's a good idea, but I'm like, will he make it to this to the summer? No, no. Basically, the, this whole Ragnik thing is like, even when Terry asked me this on the terrorist thing, I was like, I, I'm I'm not sure how the, how this is gonna go. Me either, man. Because it's it's such a weird. Because I'm like, yeah, he's a guy with a philosophy that's being used. But he's never really been that successful as a manager, really. And he's never managed Ronaldo, Rashford, Bruno. He's managed just yeah, like I mean, almost it's, there, it's, but not like Manchester United, the pressure that comes with Manchester United. You guys think he's just going to come in and, oh, this is my philosophy. Immediately it clicks. I'm like, mm. no, 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 no. Basically, United messed up not getting Conte. Conte was the perfect two year hire. 
Because what Conte will do is maximize Cristiano for two years. Yeah. Then in those two years, you can walk and get in like a Ten Hag or your long-term guy. But Conte was the right man just to say, look, Cristiano, he's here. You have to use him. Maximize him for two years until he's 38, 30, 39. Then you can out ball. They, <laughs> Rinse they him for every goal possible and then find the solution. We could talk for hours and hours, but let's not. Uh, this has been the Talking Tactics Podcast. We thank you guys for your questions. As always, yes, the tweet goes out Monday, today, Tuesday. Follow us on Twitter. We'll answer your questions. Extra will be coming sometime soon in the week, I promise. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll... We're doing some throwback stuff. So there, there are some sneaky solutions that we have. So there you go. Half what where can people get you? Uh, for footballhub.com. We'll yeah. see you guys next week. Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always for the ball. <laughs> I forgot the tagline. <laughs> peace, peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.